Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance and It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself, or a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Ryan Sim. And I'm Young Juan. Today's theme is Lessons of Success and Courage. We're going to be hearing from a few incredible people today who are experts in those topics. And we have a great lineup. First, we're going to be hearing from Alex, and he's going to tell us some interesting points about economics. Then we have a special guest named TJ Hoisington, who wrote a book about lessons on success. Lastly, or not lastly, but second to lastly, we'll have M. Cole, and she'll be talking about her book, Merminia, and the courage demonstrated by the characters. And last but not least, Ryan will wrap up things with an example of courage in other parts of the world. So, Alex, what's up with your economics tune-up today? Hi, this is Alex Blakos, and this is Economics Tune-Up. You may not realize it as a team, but each and every day, economics affects you. Today's topic deals with the economics of success. Believe it or not, economics has a lot to tell us about how to become successful. In today's talk, I will be referring to the economics of achieving financial success. You know, like a good paying career, a nice house, and having savings in the bank as opposed to a lot of debt. To achieve all of that, clearly you have to study hard, work hard, and be careful how you spend your money. There is an economic concept that fits right in with all of that. It is called opportunity cost. What that means is that for every decision we make, there is something else that we had to give up. In other words, if we chose to do something in particular, there is something else we can't do. The key is to figure out what you are giving up before you make your decision. For example, let's say you were in college and decided to spend $10 going to the movies. You may get pleasure from going to the movies, but there are opportunity costs associated with your decision. First, those $10 are no longer available to put in your savings. And the time spent at the movies can no longer be spent doing something else, such as studying for a test. You are now $10 poorer and possibly not properly prepared for your tests. Successful people tend to be motivated by the economic concept of opportunity costs. They make decisions that tend to have low opportunity costs. In other words, in our example, a person destined to be successful would probably make the decision that the pleasure derived from going to the movie 
activities was not as meaningful as the benefit derived from saving his money and using the time to study for his test. Alex, it sounds like everything we do in life has an opportunity cost. Is that true? Well, when you stop to think about it, the answer is yes. In fact, opportunity cost is a very interesting concept when applied to everyday life. Basically, almost every decision we make can be viewed as an alternative to something else we could do. This is really easy to see when it comes to decisions on spending money on things we may want to buy, but don't necessarily need. It is real easy to see how the opportunity cost of spending is the loss of money that we could have saved. So Alex, I was just wondering, why can't someone just go to the movies and then study for the test and save some additional money? Won't they avoid any opportunity costs? Well, they certainly can do that. But no matter how you look at the original decision, you can't get away from the fact that you spent money and you used up time. Now, both money and time have value to people. The question is, when the decision is made, what is really more important to your future financial success? So Alex, can opportunity cost help me in choosing a college? Absolutely. Since you obviously can't attend two colleges at the same time, you ultimately have to pick one. Let's suppose that you get accepted to your two top choices for college and want to decide which one to choose. Let's also assume that they both cost the same. You still want to figure out what, are you, what you are giving up when you choose one college over the other. You have to make a list of what is most important to you and decide if what you are giving up is less important than what you are gaining by choosing a particular college. The bottom line is simple. Successful people know how to make the best decisions with regards to how to use their time and how to spend their money. To learn more needs to know economic facts, make sure you tune in again to express yourself on the Voice America Kids Network and visit Express Yourself at www.bdsya.com. I'm Alex Blakos for Economic Tuna. Thanks so much for the information, Alex. We have to take a short break right now. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens, on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, links, gossip, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party. I'm Ryan Sim, and don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or Discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. 
For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Ryan Sim. And I'm Young Juan. We have another exceptional person with us today. T.J. Hoisington is the author of the international best-selling book, If You Can't, If You Think You Can, 13 Laws That Govern the Performance of High Achievers, which is sold in 34 countries. He's also the author of If You Think You Can for Teens and The Secret of the Slight Edge. T.J. has advised, addressed, or consulted with corporations such as Seattle's Best Coffee, Century 21, Toyota, New Skin, Ram- Ramada, in U.S. Armed Forces, Office of the Surgeon General, Battelle, and many more, including teenage groups, schools, and nonprofit organizations. T.J. is dedicated to helping individuals and organizations reach their unlimited potential. As an international speaker, best-selling author, and successful entrepreneur, TJ develops a high-energy message that leads people to unleash their greatness within. And as a nationally recognized authority on the science of success and performance, TJ is sharing distinctions that are helping thousands of people, adults and teenagers alike, go from good to great, average to high performance, and mediocrity to excellence. So please welcome TJ Hoisington to express yourself. Hi, TJ. Hello. This is really great to be with you guys. <laughs> We're really happy to have you on our show as well. And well, so I think you. the first question that everyone is wondering is, what made you want to become a motivational speaker and author? Well, it was almost on accident, actually. <laughs> I was a teenager. I was 15 years old when one day I walked into my parents' bedroom and I noticed on my dad's dresser a tape. And it was just a copy tape that was sitting there and I picked the tape up. And on one side, it said, the day that turned my life around. And on the other side, it said, how to live financially independent. And I came from a big family. There were eight kids in my family, and I was the second oldest. And I remember oftentimes money was a little bit tight. And so, I don't know, when I read those two titles, they kind of called out at me. So I thought, I'm a little curious. I grabbed the tape. I went upstairs to the bedroom I shared with one of my brothers. And I began to listen to this talk tape, this man talking on a tape about success. And I remember that first month, I must have listened to that tape at least 20 times. My brothers would make fun of me and say, why would you listen to a guy talking on a tape over and over and over? But you know what they didn't understand is that it inspired me and it made me think bigger about my future and success because the whole tape was around the fundamentals of success. And it made me think about my future in a different way, that I could create any future that I could possibly imagine for myself. And I really locked onto that. And so I thought, wow, if that tape could inspire me like that, what if I spent my own life not only being successful, but really trying to inspire other people to achieve their goals and dreams? And so I locked onto that when I was a 15-year-old. And Um, I've sort of never left that passion ever since. I've been doing it for a long time now. So that's sort of the beginning. So you discovered your life goals and mission and trying to give success to other people at around 15 years old, which is about the same age as me and Yongju are. So what advice do you have for someone like me and her for discovering their life passion? Well, it seems to me, you two, that you're already on the path, right? You guys are doing what you want to do and love to do. And it's very obvious because you, 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 I can sense your energy through the microphone, and it's wonderful. So you're right on the right path. But the key is, is number one, identify those things. If I were to advise any teenagers out there or anyone out there, identify those things that when you do them, you lose time, meaning... Um, you enjoy it so much, it brings so much satisfaction that there's no work involved. You just you love what you're doing, and um, there's a lot of energy and passion that goes into it. And when you're young, part of the key to getting to that place is trying a lot of different things, right? So get engaged. You know, pick up some hobbies. You know, have a couple different jobs in your teenage years to figure out what you like to do, but also, and equally important, figure out what you don't like to do and that's a really big thing because I mean do you really want to spend the rest of your life doing what you don't like to do no I think hey we live in a world and especially here in the US but all over the world where you could almost write your own future 
uh, with just a little bit of resources. So it's a really powerful thing that if you have the right principles, success principles, and you go to work on yourself, you can be successful no matter where you started from, right? Success isn't based on where you start, it's where you finish. And as you grow and as you learn, you have the opportunity to be successful. So that's pretty much it right there. Just go after what you're passionate about, try some new things, narrow it down, and then once you narrow it down, put all your focus in it, right? Because power comes with focus. And on the other perspective, have you ever failed at something? Uh, yeah, I sure have. <laughs> um, actually, in the beginning years, um, I, fi- I failed uh, quite a bit miserably. In fact, when I was first building my business, now it's been like 15 years now ago, wow. but I almost failed. I, I decided I had worked with Tony Robbins, and I, wa- I left his organization pumped and excited and confident that I was going to go out there and I was going to change the world, just like you guys will do. And I went out there to change the world, and... I asked my parents, and here I had one child at the time, and I said, hey, can I just stay in your house for a month? I'm going to do my first seminar in Seattle, Washington, and I went to do that first seminar. We lived in my parents' house, and I thought, hey, after that first seminar, everything will go easy, and it'll be just fine. Well, that first month turned in to living in the basement of my parents' house. (laughs) for four and a half years. Oh, wow. It was a very humbling experience. But I have to say, it taught me and it taught my family, my little family and my wife and my one child and we had a second child and a third child um, down in that basement. I tell you, it, it really taught us a lot that I'm very thankful for today. So part of success, let me just point this out, part of achieving success is being willing to fail, being willing to make mistakes along the way because you see the mind likes what's the same but it learns from what is different and if everything is always good, 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 then we stop growing. Uh, Part of growing is you know taking two steps forward and three steps back and picking ourselves back up and going okay I'm gonna try this again a little bit differently and everything changed for me once I changed how I was doing my business and running my business. And that all kind of culminated when I lost everything. One of my cars was repossessed after that four and a half years. I lost lost my office space. And I told my wife one day, I said, I'm not about to give up. So here's what my next plan is. I'm going to write a book. She said, you're going to do what? You're going to go write a book? But everything, you know, she's like, no way. And she said, but I'll support you. And she did support me. Now, I didn't have an office space, and I wasn't going to write the book in the bottom of or the basement of the house with kids running around. That just wasn't going to work effectively. So I took the car, and I drove down to a local parking lot um, to a grocery store near the house, and I parked in the parking lot for eight hours a day. And for two months straight, eight hours a day, I wrote every day. And that book, when it was published back in 2000, I was written in 2004. When I it was published in 2005, it instantly almost became a national bestseller. I mean, wow. it, that book that I wrote, if you think you can, I actually wrote in the back seat of my car. So. I, when when I say that something's possible or I teach that in my courses and things, I really mean it. And I cannot ex- under, you know, I have to express and say that it, you teenagers out there, all of you that are listening, um, these are crucial years for you to go after your dreams and to narrow down what it is you want to do. Just realize that there will be some moments of setbacks and failures along the way, but that does not have to define you. Every high achiever I've ever studied, written about, talked to, had a relationship with, helped their businesses grow, whatever else, I will tell you, I could give you a laundry list of experiences a failure over and over and over again and those that succeed are willing to fail more and because that it's just a numbers game they're willing to go after it risk another time not give up they may fail once or twice but they stay on it and eventually they succeed so I have another similar question. Since sure. you had so many struggles in your life, and at that point, I'm not sure if you knew you were going to be successful, but how did you not give up and continue to persevere through your really tough times? Great question, and you answered it by, let me just, re, let me just change it just a little bit. 
um, you said I maybe didn't know if I was mm. going to be successful. Let me tell you, I knew <laughs> I would one day yeah. be successful, and it was just a it's and I'm it's just a level of expectation. When you want something bad enough, when it's in your heart and it's passionate to you, and your desire is huge, limitations dissipate. It was never a question for me if. It was always a question of when. Wow. Right? And so that would that would be the advice I would give anyone listening to this particular show. It's not, listen, set your goal on something that you're excited to go achieve and then pour your heart into it. And in time, you will be able to reap those rewards. All right. So in your book that you wrote, about lessons on success and those 13 laws that govern the performance of high achievers. Sure. You talked about how you struggled with reading as a child. And since we are like in this digital technology age where people are texting more and watching television more than they are reading books, how would, what sort of advice would you give to teenagers nowadays who are struggling with reading, who don't actually read the books they're assigned in class, and sort of need this sort of reading to succeed in their lives? Oh, that's a, another great and a, and a tough one, right? Because you're right, we're distracted a lot in the world today. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of different energies, advertisements, TV shows, video games, whatever else that are vying for our attention. And you are right on the spot there. It is distracting. And those are crucial. That reading, those books, you know, um, are critical to our development. You know, one of the critical things about life is that, and one thing I found about all successful people is that they continually grow. They continually learn. Um, they're not passive about life. They're actively engaged. And that includes working on themselves. Because you see, the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. So you have to continually, if you're going to be successful, and that's what I study and talk about and achieve goals, if you're going to, you're going to have to stretch yourself because your natural gifts will only take you so far. You have to improve upon yourself on a continual basis to reach new heights and so for any teenagers out there you know every successful person that I've ever I remember on that first tape I ever listened to as a 15 year old I remember that speaker his name was Jim Rohn by the way Jim Rohn R-O-H-N and it was amazing and Jim Rohn would say that all leaders are readers and I remember oh, when I first, sense. yeah, uh, so, so it's just a pattern, right? They constantly are educating, working on themselves. All leaders are readers. And I, but I will tell you, as a 15-year-old, because I did struggle with reading, I didn't read my first book cover to cover until I was a junior in high school. And <laughs> I mean, that's just crazy to think that I was able to get through school, frankly. And um, I remember from that time um, hearing that quote saying to myself, well, I don't want to read, you know, it's so hard. And I remember I spent some money and I got another tape and that tape said the same thing. And the third tape said the same thing. They were all copying each other and maybe they, and, but they, that was my message, the message I needed to hear. So by the third tape, I finally, it got through my thick head and I said, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to read my first book and I went to the store I bought my first book it took me four months to get through it <laughs> but that book inspired me to read a second book and a third book and a fourth book and now today I mean books and books and books and books and books but <laughs> the key is you're right you have to continue to grow you can't sit on the computer or on the PlayStation and play late into the wee hours of the night and expect to be successful later in life you have to invest your time and your energies effectively and reading the people you hang around and the things you read will change your life probably more than anything. Yeah, um, actually, um, this is the first year I'm taking a very difficult English class because my school, for the first two years of high school, we actually didn't have an honors class. And so my teacher assigns us reading after reading every weekend. And it's so hard and so tempting to just spark note it or go on a summary website but sure. once you sit down and actually read it I just find that there are so many more rewards that come with doing that 
yeah, there's personal satisfaction that comes yeah. out, right? Because you pushed yourself harder than you really wanted to. And then yeah. as a result, you laid down that night and went to bed and went to sleep and you felt some level of satisfaction. Mm -hmm. But here is one little nugget I'll throw out there. There are things in life and in running businesses and going after our goals and dreams, there are aspects of those goals that we may never like. <laughs> That just that's just the reality. There are going to yeah. be things about our little world going after our dreams, even that we're not going to like certain parts of it, you know. And so, getting used to doing things we don't like is sometimes very important reminder. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are talking about European history lately, and it was a very difficult class with a lot of homework. But one thing that made the class so rewarding at the end was seeing how much work we did and seeing that we were able to conquer that class. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah like I said, that personal satisfaction when, when you saw the fruits of your labors. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And um, one reason I'm able to be encouraged to read in English this year and to have read last year in European history was because of our class dynamic. And so how important is a peer group in life? Let me just put it this way. I don't know how much time we have left, so I'm going to keep it simple. You want to see your future? Look at the five friends you hang around. <laughs> right? I mean, here's the reality. Like a drip of water on a rock. I, I write in one of my books, I say, you may not be a thief or you may not steal something. That's not your character. Yeah. But if you hang around people long enough that do those things, it's just a matter of time until you rationalize and you may just do the same thing. And so it is absolutely critical that your peer group really does impact your day-to-day -day behaviors, the habits you form, the things you think about, and thoughts are things. So the things we dwell on and we think about do affect our words and our language. It affects our actions. And depending on who we're hanging around, attitudes really are contagious. So be careful, right? All right, TJ. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So thank you. TJ Hoisington for sharing some very important tips that will help teenagers like me and Yongju learn to be more successful. And I know that you have a website for people to find out more tips and advice, www.greatnesswithin.com. So thank you so much, TJ. Yes, hey, and it was my pleasure. You two were great. <laughs> so keep visiting us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Ryan Sim. I'm Young Juan. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And remember to check us out on Tumblr at www.tumblr.com slash blog slash be the star you are radio. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. you 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. I'm Young Juwan, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. And I'm Ryan Sin. We have another awesome guest here with us today. M. Cole is a writer for young adults. She mostly writes about fantasy. And personally, I'm a pretty big fan of fantasy. Big fan of fantasy, as <laughs> I've read Game of Thrones and other sorts of books like those. Yeah, I also have a really wide range of books that I like to read, and fantasy is one of them. And M lives with her husband and her two spunky children. When she's not writing, she's highlighting favorite passages in books. She also enjoys thought-provoking art and is an admitted TV drama series junkie. One thing I love about Mermania is the fact that the main character is a strong female. Her book Mermania is about mermaids and fantasy. Celine, the main character, is an unpolished and willful mermaid, naive of the horrors that abound in the greater depths of the sea. <laughs> As she is faced with dragons, a brutal warlord, and forbidden love, Celine must learn to be her own champion. Welcome, Em, to Express Yourself. Hi, Em. Hi, thanks for having me. So last year, or you've said that last year was a wild ride, and how did you expect to become an author, or how... How did you become an author? Well, um, it's funny how it started. I've always written a lot, um, but I've never written a book before. I used to write poetry just for fun. <laughs> but um, I encountered some health problems, and I was kind of struggling and um, kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do next with myself. And so instead of feeling sorry for myself, I decided that I would write this story idea that I had. And I just loved it. It's been so much fun. Okay, so in your book, Merminia, what would you say is the ultimate act of bravery in your story? Since this this radio show today, the theme is about courage and success, and there is a lot of bravery and courage in the book, Merminia. I would say that one of the most brave moments in Merminia is a scene where Selene goes above and beyond to heal Merconius. Merconius is kind of a tyrant, and he's very cruel to her in the book. So I think... I think to turn and look at somebody who's wronged you and ha has basically no reason for you to give something back to them and to be able to say that you're not going to be defined by the way they've treated you, I think that's a very brave moment for her in the book. Yeah, and as she is so brave in Merminia, um, do you know any other female characters in literature that you think best exemplify courage? Yeah, I would say... Um, Hermione Granger, I think she's very brave. I love her in Harry Potter. Yeah. And she shows a lot of loyalty and bravery with her friends and sticking mm. up for them. Um, I would say Elizabeth Bennet in Pride and Prejudice. I like Lyra in um, Golden Compass is another Ooh, good one. yeah. Okay, so I also noticed in your book, Merminia, that Selene is the only mermaid who refuses to braid her hair. Is there some sort of symbolism going on in that? There actually is. In Merminia, the mermaids are all kind of defined by how they braid their hair and how they decorate their hair. And Selene feels like she's kind of above all that. She She's too busy doing other things. And so it's kind of a way to show that you don't always have to conform to what everybody else thinks to be okay and to be yourself. So, yeah, definitely symbolism in that. Yeah, and I remember or what you said triggered another memory in my brain. When I read The Golden Compass, I would also feel like Lara was kind of the outsider. She wasn't really doing what her uncle wanted, and she was just exploring all over the place, and she was sort of doing something forbidden. Yeah, definitely. She kind of goes, she kind of goes to the beat of her own drum, <laughs> and that's what makes some of these characters so fun is, they know what they want, and they don't allow um, those who bully them to hold them back. Yeah, and how did you come up with the character of Celine? Um, I would say 
Um, I just wanted a character that kind of counterbalanced the Merminian world that I had made up. I had this idea of all these huge warriors who were fearsome and scary and battling, and I just wanted some a character that could counterbalance that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a healer, and she's quiet, and she kind of keeps to herself, so I, I just wanted a protagonist that could counterbalance all of that. Yeah. So, mermaids are a growing trend in young adult literature, so what would you say is one of the most distinguishing qualities that makes Merminia different from other mermaid fantasy books? Um, there are a lot of fun mermaid books out there. I've been reading a lot of them, and there's there's so much creativity, and they're all so unique. I would say Merminia is kind of a darker fantasy, um, but it's very much driven by Celine learning to accept herself. It's a lot about self-awareness and ab- above the fantasy and the magic elements in it. Yeah. And have you always loved mermaids? I, I have. I love the little mermaid. I always <laughs> I love the ocean. So it was kind of fun for me to write about that. Hmm. What was the funnest part about writing Merminia or writing in general? Um, I think creating the world when you're dealing with fantasy, you're challenging yourself to come up with something unique, and um, there's really no boundaries in it, so it's really fun just to see how far you can take it. So, on that note of like creating worlds and writing great pieces of literature, for teens who aspire to be a writer, what advice would you give them? Um, I would say to read as much as you write. Um, you can always learn something from other writers. So I would say read a lot. I would also say, um, as cheesy as it sounds, that you need to believe in what you're writing because <laughs> just like just like any other art form, you're going to always have a few critics or a few people who won't get it. So to write in something, write about something you really believe in that speaks to you, I think is important. Yeah. And can we expect any more books about Merminia? Um, yes, there's one more, and I'm in the middle of that draft right now. <laughs> but that okay. should be the last of that series, so. So, where can people find your book, Merminia? Like, is it in the libraries, is it in the bookstores, or where can people find them? Um, because I'm an independent publisher, it is, you can find it at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. So, that's, it's online right now. Wow, right. okay. And where can readers connect with you or find out more about your book? They can talk to me or find out more about Merminia at mcole.com. Okay. So, on the note of self-publishing, since you said that you're a self-publishing author, is it hard to get your name out there and self-publish your books and try and attract some publicity? It it's a lot of work. You have to be very dedicated and self-motivated to do it. And I think you kind of have to be your own cheerleader because mm-hmm. if if you want people to hear about your book, um, you kind of have to go out there and be really loud about it and, <laughs> and make a lot of friends. And so, yeah, you really have to have a lot of determination, I think, to wow. get a self-published book out there. And how long did it take you to write the book and self-publish? About a year um, it took me about eight months to write and edit it, and then um, I've just been promoting it ever since. <laughs> so, during your time of trying to get your book out there, has there been any very significant sources of inspiration that you've been having that have just motivated you to keep on writing your books? Um, I would honestly say the other self-published authors out there. I mean, these people work so hard, and it's it's really a great big community. People are always inviting people to their blogs and um, just being, just encouraging each other. It's amazing how much people are supportive of other people's dream to put their book out there. Yes, mm-hmm. and thank you so much, And Unfortunately, we are out of time, but if you are interested in Merminia and M. Cole, visit her website at www.mcole.com. And I'm Ryan Sim. We'll be right back after a short break. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. 
But don't go away because we'll be right back with more information about education. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Ryan Sim. And I'm Young Ju On, and our show today is centered around lessons on success and courage. We heard some fascinating accounts from TJ Hoisington and M. Cole. So, Ryan, you're going to be talking about the struggle for education in countries like Pakistan, right? Yes. So picture this, you're at school one day, it's just another day, you're a little nervous for your math test first period, but you've studied a lot last night. As you're about to take the test, you hear the sound of enormous engines revving and shots being fired into the air. Armed soldiers file into the room, forcing your teacher to the ground and yelling for everyone to get out of the room. Your school has been closed down forever, and at this point, most people would give up. But Malala Yousafzai had a goal. She wanted to be a doctor when she grew up, and she knew that the surest way to do so would be through an education. In northwestern Pakistan, 2009, the Taliban swept through the rural town of Swat in an attempt to shut down schools and indoctrinate the people with militant values. Malala stood up not only for her rights, but also for the rights of her people to live in a safe environment where one can go to the school safely without fear. She starred in a documentary, Class Dismissed, which took the international community by a storm and greatly angered the Taliban. In October 2012, Malala was on a school bus to pursue her dreams of being a doctor and go to school. However, a car full of men drove up next to the bus and stopped it. They asked which of the people in the car was Malala Yousafzai. And when she revealed herself, the men shot her in the head and drove off. She was shot because of her belief in girls' rights to education. Last Saturday, Malala had surgery in the UK. She's slowly getting better, and she's going through levels of rehab. Even though most people at this point would have been traumatized and silenced, Malala said in an interview with BBC News just a few days ago that her mission still remains and exists, which is to help people. Which brings me to the bottom line, which is that you can try and silence a voice, but in the end, an idea will continue to live on. 
Yeah, I read this article about her actually in Time Magazine, and I was just so inspired by her and how she believed in something so strongly that even this run-in with the Taliban couldn't stop her, and she's still fighting for girls' education, which I'm also a strong believer in. (laughs) (laughs) And are there any other countries that try to deny girls' education? So, according to the Day of the Girl Organization, which is this international organization that tries to give girls education, it stated that only 30% of all girls in the entire world are enrolled in secondary schooling. And it just shows how much that girls like Malala are being discriminated against in the entire international community and how hard they have to fight to be able to get any education at all. I feel like we don't really hear about those kinds of occurrences because there aren't very many people who who are standing up so strong like Malala to become an international figure, even though many, many people are trying really hard in their daily lives. Well, what I think might be the case is that there are a lot of girls like Malala, except mm-hmm. they haven't been able to get their voices out oh, there. Yeah. And they haven't been able to be documented like mm-hmm. Malala was by the documentary Class Dismissed. So I think what we also should be looking to yeah. is making sure that these girls like Malala are able to get their voices heard mm-hmm. so that we'll be able to help people like Malala get education. Yeah. And what are some ways that I can help people like Malala get an education? So, Oprah released an article in 2009 talking about how you can help teach a girl. So, she talked about how for only $7, you can get textbooks to help girls see a better world and get a set of textbooks that will just give her the fundamentals that she needs to have a good education. For $15, you can give her a nutritious lunch. For $23.80, you can get her notebooks and pencils. $29, you can get her school uniform. And for $49, you can enroll her for one whole year of schooling. And the organizations that gave these fun, that gave these numbers of how much money you should be giving and the organizations that you could be looking up later on are APNE AAP which is an organization that prevents sex trafficking and helps girls become empowered through education. Mm-hmm. There's CARE, which helps give microfinance and helps poverty in the poorest communities and especially targets girls. And there's also Global Giving, which is a leading online marketplace for philanthropy. So it just shows that there are so many places that we'll be able to help. And for even such low prices, we're able to purchase some girls' chance at hope and an education in the future. Yeah, my school actually is um, trying out this program. We are actually funding a village, I guess, and we're um, each month we're raising fundraise or we're fundraising money to send to this village so they can have an education, they can have food and clean water. So there are a lot of programs like this if you just look for them. Yeah, and as I said before, it can cost as little as $49 mm-hmm. to give a girl one whole year of schooling. And having an education can go a really long way because right Definitely. now, a lot of these girls in these other countries are sort of being tied down because they don't have an education. They're being forced to stay at home. They can't be independent. And as a result, they're being forced to stay in their places and they're not being able to have a voice in their governments. And this is one of the reasons why we're having so much oppression around the entire world, which is something that yeah. I think that we should be able to stop if we can all just pitch in a little bit of money to get that $49 to give a girl (laughs) one year of education, just like your school you said is doing. Yeah, and actually there is a little girl at my church. She's maybe nine years old, and she actually started a... um, There's another organization that you can sign up with, and if you send $13 a month, it'll feed the child for a month too. And this little girl at age nine sells scarves and bracelets every week at church to raise money for her cause and it was just an inspiration to see her taking an active stance to change poverty and to change the oppression that people are feeling in the world when a lot of people aren't she doesn't have a job she doesn't have uh she's just nine but yet Mm -hmm. she's already working to benefit the cause and human education yeah and i think it just ties back to the fact that Everyone can participate, 
and making the entire world a better place. Even if you're someone who's nine, even if you're <laughs> someone who's pretty young like Malala, you yeah. can still have your voice be heard. You can still be an inspiration to everyone else, and you can still help other people around you. And really? as Peter Singer, one of the philosophers from um, one of the esteemed philosophers from Harvard University or one of the other prestigious universities in America once said, if you can help someone and it's not going to hurt you in the process, then you might as well just help them. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with everything that you just said. Hmm. And I love your quote at the very end. You can try to silence a voice, but in the end, an idea will live on. I feel like that has been a recurring theme through history and something that is so relevant in everyday life. Yeah, and you can we even don't notice it. Yeah, and you can even see this idea of an idea living on like mm -hmm. in the struggles that Egypt is having and the struggles yeah. that all these Middle Eastern countries are having to just have their voices be heard. All of these people are trying to have their voices be heard and even if the government cracks down on them, tries to oppress them and shut down their voices the idea of democracy the idea of education for everyone and an idea that you can be an inspiration to anyone around the world still continues to live on yeah. which I think is just so important and I feel like we live in an especially uh, especially friendly world to new ideas because of technology but unfortunately we are out of time again Thanks so much, Ryan, for sharing the story of girls like Malala and their struggle in countries like Pakistan. Okay, thank you too, Youngju, for being on the show and <laughs> being able to co-host with me today. And thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Stop Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. On the Voice America Kids Network, don't forget to check out www.btsya.com. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Ryan Sim. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you on our life-changing program on Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts, and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with the Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you to our great guests. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to Express Yourself. Stars that shine. Between the